Hello, everyone. I'm Father Alex Andahar. And I'm the Reverend David Marshall. Nice to have you here with us today. And it is great because this is a bridge between uh, where we bridge our knowledge of the gospel. And today, bridging something else with that, we also uh, bridge the distance in our views and opinions. And today, Dave, do a little something a little bit different. We are going to do something a little different. Um, and I get questions all the time about, you know, what is prayer? Uh, what is prayer all about? And all that. I mean, people ask really good questions about prayer. And I thought it's something that, that you and I haven't talked about. And it's not that it's not in our gospel lesson or anything like that today. But I think building a bridge between um, between ourselves and between prayer and, and God, I, and I think prayer actually might be the bridge. I, I like that visual. I like that visual. I like that. Yes. So yeah. uh, what spurred this on was not just a desire to kind of incorporate questions and ideas and, and theology discussions that we have and that people have with us, mm -hmm. but also you drove by a sign. I did. Um, so on my way into All Angels, I drive by a church reader board that flashes up a variety of things. And uh, in white letters with a green background today, it said, prayer, the most important conversation you'll have today. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, I mean, at first I, I liked it. And then I thought the most important, I mean, it's important for sure. What do you think, Alex, the most important? And see, this is where the word most and uh -huh. the word important are, are vital to the conversation. Okay. Because, you know, you mentioned, well, what about like a conversation with my wife? And I would say, you know, it's not talking about the longest conversation that I'll have today or the most urgent, maybe, conversation. Right. I don't know if that's a good right. descriptor or not. Right. But I struggle to wonder what could be more important than the conversation that I would have with the creator of the universe. Yes. And so the, the first thing, if we can start in the very basics, is that mm -hmm. um, prayer, the most important conversation you'll have today, that there's there's a good amount of words in here. So first of all, it's a conversation. Right. Um, I view prayer as a conversation with God. Not mm -hmm. everybody agrees with me in the whole Christian world. Uh, and some would say, like uh, Alex and I both have one of these. This is the Red Book of Common Prayer. Uh, mm -hmm. It has a lot of pages and most of it is prayer. And, you know, that that's not necessarily a conversation, um, but that's a petition, it's a Thanksgiving, it's, you know, those things. But I think, I firmly believe that, that prayer is a conversation. Well, I think that prayer as conversation um, is the umbrella. You know, if you kind of were to have an umbrella of what prayer is, and then underneath that umbrella, we have the, you know, the supplications that we offer, the thanksgivings that we offer, the, the, the needs that we talk about. So I think it's underneath that umbrella. One of my favorite images that I've tried to um, use when describing prayer uh, with individuals is to say, imagine if you were meeting somebody for coffee and, you know, you go, and I used to love to go to like Barnes and Noble or those places that had the little coffee shop, you know, there. And as I would go, it was always nice when the person that I was meeting was already there mm -hmm. and they had picked a table, they'd gotten us something as a treat and the chair was open and ready for me. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love that image is because there are times I believe that I am guilty of thinking that I am the one who has initiated the relationship and the conversation <laughs> with God. Yes. And that yes. is not the case. 
God from before eternity initiated the conversation mm -hmm. and has been waiting for me to sit down. Yes. And I think there's some comfort in that because it's not on me to have been the one to initiate. God has been eagerly waiting for me to talk and listen. That's the other part of conversation is the listening part. Mm -hmm. It is. And then the today. Um, mm -hmm. So created before time and all that type of stuff. That's great. Uh, but it's also today, right, right now, uh, that the chair at the coffee shop is waiting for you. You know, that God has already put it there. Ooh, 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 yes. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to mix something here. Okay? okay. Would you say that God's engagement of conversation with prayer with us is in the aorist tense? Um, I would say it is. And thank you for throwing that. I was trying my best to stay away from scripture and all that sort of stuff. But yes, um, it has been, it is, and it will be. Um, there you go. I, lo I love it. forever story. shall be, if you want to use that fancy phrase. But yes. See, I'm, I can use applied knowledge. You can. That's wonderful. <laughs> Good. It also moves us away from the the mas importante, uh, the most important. Right. <laughs> I, just, I just like throwing that out every once in a while. Uh, so it's a it's a conversation. And um, and that's also, Alex, what you and I want to do with with our folks here is to engage in conversation about prayer that some people are really scared by it. Some are intimidated. Um, some for uh, they think that they have to have lack of knowledge. And like whenever we uh, I don't know if you've experienced this with a group of other people, but you'll ask somebody who's not ordained, will he please pray? Oh, and God. they try to get into super flowery language, right? They try to get into, oh, Lord, most high on thee and thine own, you know, that, and like, that's not how God talks. I mean, that is how God talks, but God wants to hear how you talk, not how William yeah. Shakespeare would do it. Yeah. I, I think what, what I have found, and by the way, the usual reaction I get if, uh, if I'm in a, a group of, uh, among a certain group of Episcopalians will be, you know, they, the old joke, how do you get a group of Episcopalians to, to be quiet? Ask somebody if they want to pray. Ooh. Um, and everybody right. just goes, you know, silence is what is what follows. But yes. I think what, what you're saying is correct for, for a couple of reasons. And it used to be that people had issues with prayer because they wondered, what are the right words? Yes. How do I initiate a conversation with God? Which is why I go back to, we're not the ones who initiated it. Mm -hmm. But also... How can I tell God something that God doesn't already know? Mm. You know, but there's something else. And I'd like to spend some time uh, talking about it either now or a little bit later in the podcast, mm -hmm. where when I'm talking and working with younger people, and, and by that, I mean, people 30 years and younger, conversational skills are lacking. Oh, you know, okay. the ability to just engage and have a conversation with someone because we're used to so much of texting. Right. And, and so how do I have a conversation with another human being when that's not my primary form of speaking or contact? Um, what's, what's your take on that? That's interesting. Um, uh, every week, maybe sometimes several times a week, I text prayers to people mm. uh, that they, I will get a text saying so-and-so is entering into surgery or, you know, um, the unique nature of a church like this, um, we have people that live all over the country and some over the world. Yeah. And so often when they go to surgery and things, they are nowhere near where I can be. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't have to fly to go see them, but still prayer is immediate. 
it is uh, it is wherever you are, wherever God is, wherever that person is. And so um, and so I will text them a prayer of what I would have already or the prayer that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And um, and they have told me many people have told me that they repeat that prayer, that they hold on to it and they read it and and they don't have to say it out loud. They're just they're And they yeah. just know that somebody else is with them in prayer. Um, and. I would like to think my grammar is correct, you know, that the punctuation, you know, I'm not using a lowercase i, you know. Yeah, I think that's okay. I mean, I don't think that's what matters, but it does bring up that point of meeting people where they are, and if you cannot be there, or that's not the primary way that people might receive prayer, is it's still conversation and it's still encouragement. We're using the tools that are around us. But, But my concern is, is that, you know, we're told by Paul to pray constantly, ceaselessly. And to me, what that has meant is trying to keep and failing in my case to do this very often is to keep a dialogue going. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I'm talking about is how good are we at keeping that dialogue? It's what I like to call keeping the chatter up. You know, when when you chat with people and you have that uh, ongoing conversation with people that are close to you. Right, right. Okay, well, I think to to talk about texting and all that, I'm going to, because I was going to give you a grab bag, we can go this way or that way, but I think I've already decided which way we're going to go. And so we're going to head down the Annie Lamott uh, path. And I don't know if you're familiar with Lamott's writing. Uh, Mm -hmm. She has written a bunch of things, got to meet her uh, when I was in Berkeley. Uh, She writes a book, uh, wrote a book uh, about the three forms of prayer. There's only three. Uh, And the first one is the prayer is wow. The second prayer, thank you. And the third prayer is help. Uh, you put them in, wow, thank you, help. That that's, those are the three types of conversations that we have. And so when I was thinking of texting, um, if a, a child is looking for their parent at school and texts, where are you? Uh, that is a prayer that comes directly from the Psalms. Um, with the psalmist saying, where are you, right? That yeah. it's, that prayer's there. Um, the, the text back, I am here. Uh, where are you? You know, that, that these are, um, they, they are ways of asking for help. Um, so, because often we don't, sometimes we just text to say hello, which would be either wow or thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so somebody would text by saying, look at the sunrise. Uh, that's a Wow. Uh, look at what I get to eat for lunch today. And they text you a picture of their lunch. That's a wow. Um, it also can be a thank you to God. You know, thank you to the Lord who provides and look at my lovely meal today. Um, that those are, are you familiar with these three forms of wow, oh, yes. thank you? I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and, and I echo that in that there's different times where we're praying for different things. Um, the key is, and this is something that we talk about in one of our um, uh Sunday school teachings, and I do this with adults as well, is that there very often we get caught in one type of prayer mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that we're diversifying our conversation with, with God. It can't always be just asking for something. Yeah. Um, you know, it, sh- it should be, where is our attitude of gratitude? Where's our, our adoration of God, our wow factor. Um, but you know, the, the other thing is, is that when we begin to truly have conversation with God, the all of those things blend together and a good example of this is when we do communal prayer in our liturgy in the prayers of the people 
you know, there's aspects of wow, there's aspects of thank mm -hmm. you. And there's a, yep. there's a lot of examples of we need help. We need uh, help. Not just for ourselves, but for our community, for the whole world. Um, yes. So I, I think what I like to stress with people is that the, the elements of prayer that we see are both personal and communal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I, I know of people, and I don't particularly agree with their, um, their style of prayer or their theology of it. And that is that they say for everything you ask, you need to give thanks. And so, you know, thank you for this day. We could really use this and to, to use that form. And it's fine. I mean, you know, but it's not that, but I don't want somebody to think, and maybe God does, maybe God has a ledger, right? And maybe God is just checking off all the thanks. And as soon as you get the number of thanks that match the number of uh, helps, then you get help. No, I don't think so. I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's no. not, that's not my belief of theology of prayer, because I think that if we're going back to, let's say the Psalms, mm -hmm. um, when you were talking about, we need your help and, you know, help? the child, where are you? Right. right. Mm -hmm. I, I always think of the Psalms where it says, you promised to do this and you yeah. promise like as if yeah. God doesn't remember God's promises. I love those lines because it is this idea of repeating back to God right. what God has stated. All right. You know, well, you I'm going to show you a different prayer said, book. You know, you I'm going to show said, you this prayer book, uh, yeah. sort of the spirit, the word of God. As you see, I have it. It's in my bag over here on my desk. I have the prayer book. Uh, but this is the one I carry. I do carry a prayer book with me too. But in there, um, there is a prayer form that's repeated many times. And it is to remind God of God's promises, God's covenants, and what God uh, had said that God would do. And right. so when I pray for people who somebody has passed and they're grieving, um, my opening prayer is, you promise to send the Holy Spirit to those who grieve. Send it now. Um, that that's it's, there's this power of reminding God, uh, God doesn't have to remember we do. And we have to remember that when we grieve, the spirit is with us. We may be forgetting that. And so prayer is also a conversation perhaps within ourselves about reminding us of who God is and where God is. And, and I think the other thing to remember, and like I said, this may be, you know, you may agree with this or not. The point of prayer is not to transform God. The point right. of prayer is to transform us. Yes. That is the point of prayer. And so when I begin to think about what I pray for mm -hmm. and how I've grown, hopefully, over time in what I pray for, that's spiritual transformation because sometimes I've just been praying for myself, only mm -hmm. the things that I want, only the things right. that I need. And then as, perhaps as I mature spiritually, I begin to see there are other things and other people that need prayer just as much as I do. Or mm -hmm. even more so in this particular case. Not that God can't walk and chew gum at the same time, but there, there's something to this. And, mm -hmm. and so there are times when we think we might be trying to change God's mind. It's sometimes getting us to conform to what God has already stated. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's, again, back to a conversation um, mm -hmm. and that engaging with God. Um, so back to your coffee shop idea, a conversation I had uh, with dad is that, you know, two people are talking, uh, where is God and God and dad would say, well, God is the chair. Uh, where is God? God's, God's the chair. It doesn't change. It's sitting here. It's holding, it's waiting. It's present. It's always there. You can put the chair outside, put it inside, put it on the street. It's always a chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's a whole, I, this might be a higher level of prayer than what we were expecting to jump right. into right now. But. 
And so I kind of want to come back, bring it to, to, to ground level. And one of the things I kind of want us to continue with um, is listening. And then what does it mean to listen? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it mean for us in prayer, not just to um, ask God for things, but also to practice listening? Because that's the other part of conversation. It's not just me talking to you. It's also listening to what you have to say. Exactly. Yes. Um, so it's a conversation and perhaps the most important conversation we have. Well, don't tell anybody and certainly don't tell my wife that said that, that I said that that's the most important conversation I'm going to have today. Cause I'll probably get in trouble, but I will say that I think that statement is made because so often it is the last conversation on our agenda. Right. Right. Yes. Um, I've taken it upon, uh, in my own spiritual life, um, to have it be the first and the last conversation I have of the day. Um, and then, uh, as I was growing and developing, um, so have it as the first say when you first wake up, thank you, Lord, for this day. Um, as you go to bed, please, we need your help. Protect us, watch over us. Um, and then one time during the day, just say something like, thanks God, or wow, look at that leaf or, you know, something cool. Um, or can you please help that person that, um, that one way to do it is make it the first, make it the last, and then throw one in there in the middle. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Perhaps when we talk about some forms of prayer and some disciplines of prayer that we find in our tradition. That's true. Like the daily office and such. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly more advanced forms of prayer. Um, well, and I'm I, trying to think of the one that's in the prayer book that says, um, to God, who is all, always more willing to listen than we are to talk. Oh, that's one of the collects of the day. It the is. One. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that, um, as we look ahead and if we want to continue talking about prayer, I'd love to do this again next week, because I think there's more to talk about with prayer. Mm-hmm. That maybe it would help if some people kind of shared with us what some of their most powerful experiences of prayer have been. And maybe uh, next week I'll share my powerful experience and you can share your powerful experience of prayer. I would love to. Yeah. Um, we also would love to know what questions you have about prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the way that I do confirmation classes is the first thing that we do besides prayer is we say, I say, uh, Ask me anything you've ever wanted to ask a priest, but we're too afraid, right? <laughs> Just now is a shot. Anything you have ever wanted to ask. Um, so same with prayer, anything you've ever wanted to ask. And one of the questions that undoubtedly we'll get, so we'll answer right now. Does God answer back? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. God answers back. Maybe is not what it, you want. The what? Maybe not what you want. Oh, right. Maybe, maybe not in the medium or the form that you're expecting. Um, but God, God always answers. Um, God is always more willing to speak than we are to listen. Um, I should write that. I should put a new collect into our prayer book. Yes. Uh, I think that that, that may be kind of more of a modification of one, you know, just saying there might be already in something in there. Folks, when it comes to liturgical prayer, they're all just modifications of each other. So, it's, so we got, this is an ancient tradition. I mean, it's come on. What what new prayer? <laughs> well, we've got our we've got ourselves set for for next time, and um, we're asking people to reflect a little bit this week, this coming week, on um, 
what prayer is for them and and truly how prayer transforms us. So yes. I think it's a good place. And if we can talk schedules real quick, um, mm -hmm. that um, coming up soon, you and I will both be at our diocesan convention. Yes. And we are going to be offering a workshop about soul mending after a loss. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we will be doing in a, the podcast that follows that is that we will be continuing that conversation about soul mending after a loss. And we're going to open it for all the uh, certainly thousands of people who are going to be flocking into this workshop. Okay, oh, the absolutely. 20 people that show up. I plan on well, recording it because we can't yeah. fit all the people in there. We can't, no. Uh, so um, I plan on recording it for the benefit of those who can't be there. Yes. So I think next week we'll talk about uh, more, more about prayer. Mm -hmm. And then the week that follows, if I'm following the calendar right, we yep. will then do soul mending, uh, exactly. which, which of course involves prayer. Yep. Um, and from there, so, um, it, uh, you know, whether or not this is the most important conversation, uh, that you have, it is certainly an important conversation. And I would also like to say, this is the most important podcast you've listened to today. I, I'm going to say that that is correct. And that you are one of the most important conversations I will have today. Oh yeah. And I, I think you're one of the most important conversations and, and folks, he and I talk a lot. <laughs> So. so, well, we thank everybody for, um, for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and look out for the next one. Wonderful. May God bless you and watch over you. God bless you and watch over you too. Thanks.